flying saucers. Nessie and the New World Order. Area 51 and the Moon Man. Bigfoot and the Illuminati. Welcome to the Tin Hat Society. Put on your hats. It helps block the government from reading your thoughts. Damn, Nick, that's a good sounder. It very well is. It's been a while since I've listened to that one. You know, now that we're officially into the safe zone that is the um, Tin Hat Society, the Tin Hat Society, I do feel a little uh, safer. We've talked. Uh, we've talked about a bunch of stuff. A bunch of conspiracy theories and stuff since we've done this Tin Hat Society. We've rapid-fired a lot of them and things like that. Sure. Uh, do you remember talking about the Avril Lavigne is dead uh, conspiracy theory? Um, we briefly touched on it. That she was dead and that somebody else had taken over her life. I think we bri- briefly touched on it, but, I mean, you're yeah, welcome and I to... I brought it up. Um, you're, you're welcome to expound like we we on it. looking up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I'd never heard of it, and Avril was pretty popular during my youth. Uh, but randomly, the other day, I was watching uh, something. I think on, I think it was on YouTube, and there was actually a Vice. Uh, have you ever seen the channel Vice, or do yeah. you know about the Vice, the Vice TV stuff? They actually did a whole series, like a whole episode, on that conspiracy theory. And it seems like she's dead. So what was their evidence? That okay, so she has as Nick eats more Starburst. I can't help it. So she was recording a CD. Um, I forget which CD it was, but she had like I think she had like a body double for some reason. For I think some, you're right for crowd control or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Well, their theory is that she was recording the CD, something happened, she died, and her body double basically just assumed her life because her music changed so drastically from this time when like she was in the hospital to her next CD and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. And her life changed so drastically. Like She went from being married to the singer of the band Sum 41 to being married to... Dude from Nickelback. Yeah, the dude from Nickelback, um, which drastically different, like... Levels of talent? Yeah, well, levels of talent and (laughs) taste in people. Uh, (coughs) They also said that there were several, like, scars and stuff, and, like, facial features that didn't match her. Like, Like, she had, like, a mole, and then she, like, didn't have a mole, or... It was a bunch of weird stuff. And then they said something about her, like, Facebook page. Like, it was weird. But it was pretty cool. And I thought it was interesting because we talked about it, and I was like, oh, I'd never heard anything about this, and now I have heard about it. Well, then I'm getting it pulled up real quick just to see if there was anything you missed. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, 
the outside world, everything was gravy, blah, 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 blah. Uh, pretty soon, Avril followed in the footsteps of Britney, being famous as just a job spears, hired lookalike, oh, hired lookalike to confuse the paparazzi. The lookalike was named Melissa. The two became close friends. Shortly after writing sessions began on her follow-up record, her grandfather passed away. She submerged under the pressure of releasing a new record, The Toil of Fame and Loss. She entered a deep and dark depression. She would later be found dead in her home and her family record label. Everyone else kept it quiet. It's a Melissa. This is what they're alleging. Melissa took over. Yeah. I mean, it seems pretty convincing. Like, just from the brief little bit of what I saw, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Like, she's just a brand now. Like, well, if you think about it, her. She was very popular. Uh huh. She made good music, and then she hasn't really done anything since. Mm hmm. Here's Snopes. No, Snopes says it's false. Bizarre theory claiming singer Avril Lavigne was replaced by a doppelganger after she killed herself was started as a joke, apparently on a Brazilian website. I don't think it's very funny. That's right. I'm not laughing, Brazil. Right. She looks also, different in these two pictures. She does. Also, I think we all know that Brazilians cannot joke, nor can they lie, because they <laughs> like big butts. <laughs> they do. So they can't lie. Uh oh yeah, here's your here's your moles are different. It's I mean it's compelling, it's interesting. Huh. <coughs> huh. Which begs the question why'd she have to go and make things so complicated if she did I kill know. herself? <laughs> it's because she was a skater boy. Yeah, said see you later, boy. You know, it was funny, Nick. One of the conspiracy theories I found yesterday, it was, it was very similar. Oh. Um, was it the one that um, Bob Barker was really dead for like 10 years when The Price is Right was going and they were just controlling him like a marionette puppet? No, this one was that Paul McCartney secretly died in 1966. Oh, Paul McCartney. Paul is Paul dead. Paul McCartney's dead. So here's that there's here's, actually a documentary about that. I know. Here's the here's the uh the evidence, right? Uh-huh. So okay, so the Beatles obviously at the height of their fame, uh Paul dies, they hire someone who looked like him, sang like him, uh and then they started hiding clues in their music. In the song Taxman, George Harrison gave his advice for those who die, meaning Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergeant Pepper's CD or album, whatever, uh, was a, tons of uh, of clues. The Beatles uh, had formed a new band featuring fiction on member Billy Shears, and they're saying this is the name of his replacement. Uh, the album contained John Lennon's "A Day in the Life," which had the lyrics, "quote He blew his mind out in a car," Ooh. and the recorded phrase "Paul is dead, miss him, miss him." Uh, Lennon also mumbled, I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields Forever. Ooh. Um, 
then let's see here. Original cover of 1966's Yesterday and Today album featuring the Beatles, or featured the Beatles, posed amid raw meat and dismembered body, doll parts, symbolizing Paul's gruesome car accident. Uh, if fans placed a mirror in front of the Sgt. Pepper album cover, the words Lonely Hearts on the drum logo could be read as 1x he die 1. And of Weird. course, now this is the one that got me because I mean, I'm like, okay, circumstantial, circumstantial, circumstantial. Yeah. So the Abbey Road cover uh-huh. George, Ringo, and uh, John all. Uh-huh. Um, pretended to cross the street as a funeral procession. John wore all white like a clergyman. Ringo uh-huh. the mourner dressed in black. George donned jeans like a gravedigger. Paul wore no shoes because he didn't need them because he was dead and walked out of step with the others. Oh. Because he's dead. Because he's dead. Interesting. Now I had not. Oh, uh, let's see here. Let's look at the Abbey Road cover. Because I honestly, I was like, I don't know about that. Hold on, it's coming up. Enhance, enhance, enhance. Enhance. Come on. Oh yeah, he is walking out of step with... He sure is. Everybody else. That is interesting. Why doesn't he have shoes on? That's weird, weird. Nick. That is weird. That is weird. It's anyway. It's just uh, yeah. So I'd always heard that rumor. Well, sure. But I never like looked into it. But now I kind of want to look into it. More. <clears throat> um. So, just on the surface, do you think Alvar Levine's really dead? <coughs> I mean, I feel like there's some refutable evidence that she, or there's some evidence to say that she is dead. Um. But then, I mean, if you can't produce a body, makes it's it hard tough. to say. It makes it difficult to say, yeah, that person's dead. But. There's a lot of evidence that points to the fact that either, like, that incident in her life changed her severely as a person, or she's dead. And somebody else has just taken up her identity. Uh Uh-huh. Which is easy, because it was a fake identity in the first place. (laughs) I mean, you know what I mean? Singer lady. Yeah, it's not like... Somebody just stepped well, in Nick Rodriguez. Yeah, well, you know, and it's like, you know, people create these personas and they uh-huh. create these people, these, these, you know, it's, it's like actors who don't have their real name. You know, anybody could be this person uh-huh. if they look like them. So, you know, for all we know, they switched places and now Avril Lavigne actually lives where her stunt double used to live. Like uh, Bubba Hotep. Yeah, Bubba Hotep. He shits souls in here. Yeah, exactly like that. Bruce yeah. Campbell's really Elvis, yeah. or is he? Elvis. Yeah. Of course he's Elvis. Are you kidding me? It was a great movie, too. <laughs> it was a fun one. <laughs> it was a fun one. So, are you... 
Avril and Paul. They still with us? What do you think? I don't know enough about the Paul McCartney thing to say one way or another. Um, I feel in the middle about the Avril Lavigne thing. Like they're like I could be swayed either way. But like I said, if you can't produce a body, it's hard for me to be like. Like it'd be one thing if it was like, you know, police were called to her house and. Right. Uh, you know, she was taken to the hospital, and then a couple of days later, she was miraculously all better. Hey, no problem. Yeah. Why is her hair black you know, now? Yeah. Don't worry about it. But, you know, because there's no evidence of, like, she was found at her house, then, you know, I could make up a story that, uh, you know, that, uh, I don't know, Tony Randall likes to lure people into alleyways and choke them to death, but it doesn't mean that it's true. Like I could right. just make that story. Up, you know what I mean? So uh, Tony Randall doesn't like to lure people into alleyways and choke <laughs> to them your to knowledge. Death. Yeah. To my knowledge, Pierce Brosnan also does not do that to our knowledge, to our knowledge. Allegedly, I have no knowledge, nor have I ever had any knowledge of that happening. Right. Good work. <clears throat> I'm going to go with, uh, I don't think, I think Avril Lavigne's fine. And I don't know about Paul. I just don't know enough about it. Like, I want to, I, I, I need to dive into this. I need to dive into this. Are you diving now? No, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to actually watch that documentary probably tonight. All right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, I have more important things. Oh yeah, what else you got? So I, because again, I've as I've said several times, I have nothing but time. So what do you do when you have nothing but time and the view's not on? You read, <laughs> <laughs> you read uh, random uh, things from the website Ranker. So these come from uh, – <laughs> this caught my headline – or caught, this headline caught my eye, um, and it was it's called Weird Things That Astronauts Have Seen in Space. <coughs> now, it's from Ranker, which is by no means a reputable news source. Yeah, it's not like Time or Newsweek. Yeah, but um, it was cool enough that I was like, oh, I need to talk to Bill about this when, uh, when we do the podcast. Um, so it's a couple things. So there's, there's – there's a bunch of different stuff. Some of it I'll skip over, but uh, the first one here was Major Gordon Cooper watched a green orb approach him out of the darkness. Uh, and so the article here says, uh, during Major Gordon Cooper's solo journey around the Earth, he encountered more than just some space junk. Nearing the end of his 22-orbit uh, trip around the Earth, he suddenly noticed a green glowing object approaching the mer- Mercury capsule he was flying in. Uh, in fact, the rapid approach of the object was even picked up by the closest tracking station in Mukia, Australia. Cooper even went on to describe to describe the object during a United Nations conference. I believe that these extraterrestrial vehicles and their crews are visiting this planet from other planets. Most astronauts were reluctant to discuss UFOs. I did have occasions in 1951 to have two days of observation of many flights of them of different sizes flying in fighter formation generally from east to west over Europe. Pretty crazy. Wow. Um, it gets it gets more interesting. <clears throat> Here's what the one that really got me. 
Neil Armstrong, and we all know Neil Armstrong, American hero. Sure. Uh, Neil Armstrong may have seen a UFO parking lot. Uh, The article says, Neil Armstrong, besides strolling around the moon and saying some famous words, may have seen some gigantic UFOs in space. According to a source no less dubious than the aliens and man, a synopsis of facts and beliefs, during the Apollo 11 mission in 1969, Armstrong reportedly sent a secret message to NASA stating, These babies were huge, sir. Enormous. Oh, God, you wouldn't believe it. I'm telling you there are other spacecrafts out here, lined up on the far side of the crater's edge. They're on the moon watching us. It's one of many, many such tales associated from the first lunar landing. Armstrong was notoriously tight-lipped about his experiences in space and never commented on this rumor, likely because it simply wasn't much factual basis for the claims that he ever saw anything. So... He may have saw something. He may have not. Huh. <coughs> um, lined up on the moon. Lined up on the moon. Just like there. Like a parking lot. Like like a runway for an airport is what I'm imagining. Huh. Uh, Story Musgraves caught a glimpse of a space eel. Uh, so let's see. NASA astronaut Story Musgraves claims to have seen eel-like tubes swimming through space. In the interview above, he explains that he saw this creature on two separate occasions. While some immediately dismissed it as space junk, possibly some type of hose that attached from a spaceship, Musgraves is adamant that the white eel had its own propulsion technique. And he actually went and did a... Um, did a interview on, I believe it was, uh, um, gosh, what was that show? It wasn't Unsolved Mysteries, but it was like that. <coughs> Ros? No, it wasn't Roswell. I don't remember what it was, but some um, TV show he did it. Not Unsolved Mysteries. I'm trying to remember what it was. I don't know. Not Ripley's Believe It or Not. Uh, So here's a good one. Uh, During an MIR, which in parentheses it says is kind of like a Russian uh, international space station mission. Yeah, it's the mirror. Yeah. It's gone now, but... Well, uh, Russian cosmonaut Musa Marinov... Uh, was watching a visiting space capsule docked nearby. He was filming its approach when he saw an object that looked like it was coming off the spacecraft. But Markov knew there was simply nothing that could come loose at that point, and as he continued to watch the object, he floated downwards away from the capsule. Markov still can't explain what he saw, but he knows for sure that it was not space junk. That was interesting. Huh. Uh, let's see, this chubby Asian. Uh, what did you see? Oh, this is the one that was really interesting to me. And I think that's the last... I think this is the last one. <coughs> Sorry. No, it's that your 100-day cough. It's okay. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, no, there's one more. Okay, so this one. In 2005, Leroy Chow was commander of the International Space Station. While on a spacewalk, Chow saw white lights aligned in an upside-down check formation whiz right past him. Some people have post, uh, po- posited 
that a string of fishing boats along the South American coast could have explained what he saw. But Chow was 230 miles above Earth when this happened. Those would have to be some seriously strong boat spotlights to be seen from way up there. <laughs> Chow told the Huffington Post, I'm, ex- I'm skeptical of claims that we, we've been visited by aliens from other planets or dimensions, but I don't rule it out 100%. Uh, and then the rest is just really speculation. Yeah, the rest is just speculation. Like that somebody said during one of the moon missions, uh, he said that uh, he described one of the guys, Richard uh, Hogland, described space as looking like black patent leather shoes from the surface of the moon, but space should look velvet black, inky black, but not like shiny. So they think like, he was seeing it through a glass dome or something like that. It was hmm. weird. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's the article I read. It Interesting. Pretty... It was um, when I was talking about the season premiere of season eleven of the X Files uh-huh. last week's show. <laughs> um, the The show opened up with you're from. You've watched the show before. Oh yes. Um, you familiar with the character of Cancer Man or the yeah. cigarette smoking man? Mm-hmm. Um, well, they had kind of like he he did the like a monologue to start this episode out, and they were showing you all the places he's been. Where it's like, oh, here you know, there he is, right behind this president, and there he is after this president, and there he is with this president, and here he is here. One of the scenes that they had was uh, him actually directing. Uh, the moon landing on the soundstage <laughs> as a That's young man, cool. obviously, but he That's was at the cool. megaphone, you know, cut, cut. It was pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. We historically think that the moon landing was faked, right? Yep. Yep. I think we both agree on that. I think we do. I couldn't remember if you did or not. Yeah. I, I, I think can speak there's, for myself. I think there's way too much evidence. Um, to suggest that uh, that it was, and then um, I also tie a lot on the fact that you know in the '60s it took us six or seven years to get there after mm-hmm. we decided we were going with '60s technology, and mm-hmm. with our advanced technology of today, using the same methods, multi-stage rockets and capsules and things, uh, it was going to take us 20 years to get there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I have as much computing power on my phone here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have more computing power on my phone than they did on the space on the well on the on the rocket capsule. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why is it going to take us twice as long to do something sixty years later when our technology is so much better? Uh, it's yeah, I'm skeptical. Yeah, yeah, I would be. I, I'm skeptical too. So what do you think? I read you a bunch of stuff I know. You did. But but um we'll start with the parking lot theory. What do you think about the parking lot? The, there's a parking lot on the moon. You know and it's not that there's always one there, but it was like at it was that there time. at the time. Assuming we went. Assuming. And assuming that we went on all these other times too. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see it. It would make yeah. sense. 
totally uninhabited, to- totally a place where they're like, oh, they can't get here. They can't we'll just- get here. We'll just put these here and be fine. Yeah. It could happen. It could. Assuming um, we actually went there. Right, because our belief in one conspiracy theory shoots the <laughs> other ones to heck. Well, that's true. I mean,. So what about the space stuff? Like this, like because that I mean that doesn't that doesn't necessarily shoot that. Stuff oh, I up. think that's all probably true. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel I feel the yeah, all that stuff is. I mean, the one they tried to explain is bolt lights. Come on, come on, come, come on, on, really? Yeah, yeah. That was no, uh, no way. Me shining a flashlight up at the space station isn't going to make the guy see a UFO. Yeah, they're not going to be like, oh my eyes, and then crash. <laughs> right, which would be. <sighs> Hilarious. Yeah, that I, I don't know. It's um, there's there's other stuff out there. There has to be other stuff out there. We can't be the only beings. No, I think I think scientifically speaking, um, I mean, the odds it, are just against the it. odds are against it. Yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah. Now, I mean, can they reach us? Are they more technologically advanced than us? Have they been around longer than us? That's a different conversation. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Would we be smart enough to see them? Exactly. You know? I mean, you have to wonder. So if they are more technologically advanced than us, would would we be smart enough to see what we're looking at and go, oh, you know what that is? Yeah, exactly. You know, I was watching an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, which is really what got me on this UFO thing and made me, like, click into this link. And it was about um, these UFOs that were seen over some town in the United States. And they were seen, like, frequently. Mm -hmm. I think for, like, three days or something like that. And one, you know, one person actually called the army base, the military base, and he said that he spoke with somebody on the military base and they said, look, we're not denying that ufos exist we're saying that they don't pose any threat to your town right now (laughs) and that we're not that's why we're not sending like jets and trucks truckloads of people because they'd been calling this army base like hey something's in the sky and you know there needs to be something done about this and the guy's like look (laughs) they don't pose any threat to you yeah, and that's and 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 in, if the person's to be believed, that's what they said. You know, they said we're not denying the existence of aliens. We're just saying they don't pose any threat to you right now. <laughs> so interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, I think all that stuff is probably true. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. So now, Nick, before we uh, end the show, can we take a step back out of uh-huh. the Tin Hat Society? We can. Because there was one other thing that I wanted to bring to your attention. Yes. Uh, you're familiar with uh, the actor Ewan McGregor. Yes. Have you seen pictures of him lately doing his training with his uh, Obi-Wan beard? I've seen, I have I didn't know it was from him doing training, but I did see his Obi-Wan beard. Yeah, there were pictures of him like working out, getting in shape, and he has an Obi-Wan beard. Interesting. What in the world do you think is happening? They're probably making an Obi-Wan movie. But, so here is my question about an Obi-Wan movie. 
wouldn't it really just be him sitting in a cave on Tatooine? <laughs> well, at the end, maybe, yes. Well, I mean, because, I mean, didn't he, he gave Luke to, you know, Crispy 1 and Crispy 2 over there. Right. And then, and then didn't he just, like, stick around? Wow. Like, he was like, he's like, can I get some of that warm blue milk? And then... I'm going to go over to this cave. And then Uncle Owen and Aunt Brewer like, you do not want to know where it comes from. Exactly. <laughs> We've got this guy out back that we milk. Jesus. Yeah. We'll teach him how to get it straight from the tap. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, I think the theory is that, um, yeah, you know, he went and delivered Luke to Owen and Brew, but he did stuff. You think he did stuff? You think he didn't just like call it in right then? No. I was like, I need to. I just need to protect this kid. No, see, and I'm of the opinion that Solo is the movie we're getting, but an Obi Wan movie starring Ewan McGregor is the movie we want. Oh, probably. I, it was, I was funny, yeah. you know. I was because you know we've I've watched the prequels recently ish mm-hmm. and um obi-wan young obi-wan is probably some of the best parts of that movie oh sure of all three of those movies and uh you know it wasn't until you know there was this picture that surfaced and and i was like man i really 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 want to see an obi-wan movie with Ewan mcgregor in it now, what I would love even more than that is for Ryan Johnson's new trilogy to be an Obi-Wan trilogy. That'd be interesting. That'd be freaking sweet. You know what I want? I want a Rise of Darth Vader movie. That would be cool. I want I want from Darth Vader from the from the time that he went Ooh. no to episode 4. That would because, be cool. Because we saw we saw his Vader's castle. We did. In in uh Rogue One. And I want to see so much more of that. So much so that I've looked online for just like any mention of it that I can so I can read up on it because it seems so interesting to me. Yeah, that would be cool too. Yeah. I mean it could be the same thing. I mean, it could, that's, that's, you know, that's what it could be. It could be, you know, cause I said, you know, what if it's just him and it wouldn't it just be him in a cave, but maybe it's like him thinking like I can turn him back to good and they're still good in him. And maybe it's like the force awakens or the last Jedi. Yeah. I don't know. They're about still that, good in him. But... And it's like fighting him, but thinking like he can still turn him back to the light. Well, I'd love to see. Uh, I'd love to see Obi Wan though, trying to get you know, trying to do some stuff. You know, maybe him and Yoda <laughs> hanging out. Oh sure. I just think that would be, you know, it's funny because they the long rumored Obi Wan movie and you know no castings obviously been announced, but you know, having Ewan McGregor do it is is pretty much the way it has to be. Yeah, I mean, you can't recast that role. Like, it just makes sense. Ewan McGregor did a great job as Obi Wan Kenobi. He did great. Everybody, he, I mean, he's yeah. universally loved in the role. Like, he was he out of out of everybody in that movie, in that trilogy, he's the best he's, part of it. He's the best part of that trilogy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, He's the best part of that trilogy. Um, everybody loves, I mean, universally loves him in yeah. that role. And he has said he would do it again. I mean, how do you not? It's, it's, There'd it's be, like there would the be biggest outcry. no-brainer. There would be outcry if they didn't. Oh, could you imagine? It's the yeah. Obi-Wan movie starring John Krasinski. <laughs> John Krasinski. Well, John Krasinski <laughs> can grow a nice beard. But I mean, it you would just, be. just like look at the camera all the time like. The Obi-Wan movie starring John Barenthal. Okay, I'd like John Barenthal. I know, me too, but not as Obi-Wan. The Obi-Wan movie starring Jake Arrieta. Okay, there you go. Yeah, You know, it's just... It's got to have Ewan McGregor in it. It has to. I don't know, I just... I was thinking about it the other day, and... No, it really does. I mean, it just makes sense. If and, it, and especially because it sounds like he had a good time doing the first do, doing the first round of like the trilogy. So, well, and they brought him back to do the voice of Obi Wan for Ray in uh, uh, the Phantom Menace: A New Hope. Um, what's it called? Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. That was just good. I mean, it was just. I don't know. It just you know, would so be perfect. Disney has basically already said, look, we acknowledge that this is the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. I just think that would be back. really, really great. Yeah. What if they develop it in secret? That'd be cool, too. Although yeah. I don't think they could keep it up secret for very long. It's true. They call it Caveman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. And know. so, Yeah. I'm hoping that what comes up after episode nine is an Obi-Wan movie starring Ewan McGregor. And then even if his, the, the new trilogy isn't his, at least we get our Obi-Wan movie. What a time to be alive for movie fans. Isn't it awesome? It's really awesome. It's just great. Mm-hmm. Like, every, such great stuff is coming out. Yeah. Can you remember a time like this ever? Oh, no. I mean, and yeah, there's a lot of remakes and crappy stuff and like... Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, but like... Ghostbusters 3. It's good. But one, but... It was a decent movie. <laughs> it was a decent movie. Is that a Those floppy disk you just hard. got? Huh? Is that a floppy disk you just took out of there? No, it's my deck of cards. Oh. <laughs> It's, it's like, like a floppy disk spinner, but for kids. <laughs> <laughs> or for adults. I gotcha. I knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's, um, man, it's just a great time for films. Nerd films you know? at that. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Yep. So. Totes. Totes. Anyway, I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that, because I was thinking about it the other day. Yeah, we had to. I mean... We belong to a group that discusses every other day about how <laughs> I know that the for, the Last Jedi wasn't liked by people, but I liked it. Uh, the Last Jedi was the worst movie ever made. <laughs> right, and again, it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. I was talking about that with some of my friends. I know, I know, we're getting close to wrapping here, but as we were watching wrestling, we were talking because we hadn't wa- talked about uh, the Last Jedi yet, um, and I was like. I was telling them all this stuff, and they're like, where do you know all this stuff? And I was like, I belong to this stupid group. (laughs) (laughs) For every other day, it's like, this and this and this. Well, but what about this? 
Uh-huh. I would say that we belong to this awesome group. Well, yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. It's it's awesome to me. And everyone else in it. Uh-huh. But they don't understand how groups like that work. So. But it's not for everyone. <laughs> it's not. That's, yeah. It's not for everyone. It also, every time I get on there, it makes me want to watch the Venture Brothers. So, there's that. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even catch the Venture Brothers reference until somebody said it. Yeah, I've never seen it, so. Oh, you've never seen the Venture Brothers? No. I totally recommend you watch the Venture Brothers. If you were a fan of Johnny Quest as a kid, I recommend yeah. you watch the Venture Brothers. Yeah, I need to check yeah. it out. You do? It's on the list. Good. Watch Metalocalypse, too. You'll like that. Yeah. Yeah. Brendan Small does a good job. He actually plays all the songs in that. Nice. Every song has a new metal song in it. Oh, boy. And they have albums. Death albums. Death <laughs> album one. Death album two. The Death Opera. It's great. All right. Yep. Nick, let's wrap this puppy up. All right. you have anything before we leave? Uh, everybody remember to get out there and vote. In November. When the time comes. <laughs> In those November midterm elections. <laughs> Remember, even though it seems like your vote doesn't matter, it doesn't matter because the government fixes elections. Yeah, and because of our representative democracy, it probably doesn't matter anyway. That's right. That's Especially right. if you're voting. Never mind. <laughs> nope, Remember, not going to do it. The South will rise again. Okay. After the after a hurricane hits it, it'll rise back I thought up. you meant like that it was going to take some Propecia and turn. Ah, uh, no. Because it is a peninsula, no. and that the peninsula uh, would turn kind of form. Except it would it still would. be a little, like, a little curved, because it's normal. I think I opened up an account for somebody named Propecia. Propecia? Yeah. I think you might have, yeah. <laughs> okay. Propecia Salamander Jones. Nice. <laughs> Sounds God. like somebody's name in like a dice game. <laughs> what, Salamander Jones? Yeah. Actually, dibs on that as a name if we ever get to pick our own fake names. <laughs> I was just I gotta put it in a book. Yeah, exactly. Because when the world goes to crap, because I think about this all the time, uh I will no longer be Nick Rodriguez, I'll be Salamander Jones. And Salamander like, Where Jones. Some say he was born with it. Some say it was Maybelline. Some say others he killed a man and took his name. Say it's Salamander Jones. Others, others just say he's Salamander Jones. I like that. And he, and he wanted to be a mountain man. Salamander Jones. What's your name, boy? Salamander Some Jones. Call me Salamander Jones. They call me Salamander Jones, and then you shoot him in the back. <laughs> Why did Salamander just shoot him in the back? Salamander Jones. He just does his own. Th- walks to the beat of his own drummer. That's right. Now I want to watch Jeremiah Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to watch Jean Claude Van Johnson. Jean Claude Van Johnson. Great show. I haven't watched the the second uh, the first series. I guess. Oh, it's pretty great. Wait, is this only the first series? Yeah, because they had the they had the pilot on. But they oh, made I a season that was a movie. of it. No, no, no. No, so they made a they made a pilot during pilot season, 
but they've made a season of it now. They made a full series. Okay, I thought that was a movie, and then they just made it into a series. No, no, no. It was a. Oh, I must not remember that at all. <laughs> Let's see. Again, all I want is for someone to put all the seasons of Walker Texas Ranger out there. Are they not? I don't think anywhere for streaming. <clears throat> you know why is it that stuff isn't streaming? I'm telling you that Mama's family. It's all. It all needs to be out there. Uh, all in the sure family. Eight is enough. Oh, by the way, did you listen to the finale of uh, the Black Tapes? No, sucked. I'm so far behind. Was it good? No, not at all. Oh, it sucked? Yeah. I thought you said I sucked. Nope, sucked. Ah. Oh. Yeah, they spent oh, three seasons cool. weaving this, like, huge, no. intricate and they don't... thing, and then that was it. Do they at least... No, don't tell me. Nope, don't tell me. I'll listen to it. But it was your question. Do they ever at least figure out the thing that I've known from, like, the second episode is that the the designs or drawings that they keep finding are portals so that people can get from one place to the other? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. What the frick? Yeah. Yeah, the third season got a little weird, a little deep, where I was, like, I was listening and i felt like i was listening to every other episode because i was lost every time it would start oh yeah and then um i got really irritated with commercials for bomba's socks oh yeah um because it was literally like here's three minutes of a show now five minutes of commercials here's three more minutes of a show and two more commercials oh and yeah, the end was the end was bad. It was almost like they had uh, Stephen King write the end because he doesn't always make very good endings to things. I I wonder why. Like it 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 did feel like that was like becoming like their backburn show. Like because they have Tannis and they have this show called Rabbit, um, which Rabbit was pretty interesting when I first started listening to it. I haven't listened to it in a while though. Um, but that kind of seemed like Tannis was becoming like their main show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was literally, like, Hey, here's all this stuff going on. Hmm. We're going to go here and investigate this thing. Oh, wait, now it's over. They pulled the Lime Town is what you're telling me. Yeah. Except Lime Town's coming back. Yeah. Oh, my tapes is done. Stupid. So okay. if you listened to the black tapes, I'd recommend you finish it. If you have not listened to the black tapes, don't bother. Oh, it's that bad. Or just listen to the first season, because the first season was really good, and then pretend oh. that was all they made. Yeah. It was then it bad. got weird. With it was like his wife and Yeah, and then it got weirder. So yeah. yeah. I uh with the way that it finished if you have, I I can't honestly recommend it. Uh, I gotta watch. I gotta listen to it now. I'd be uh, interested to know what your thoughts are. Yeah. Well, next podcast, I'll have my thoughts. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick. Well, let's tell these people uh, goodbye so they can go to sleep. Wait, oh, wait, goodbye, that's people. Me. Goodbye, people. Go to <laughs> sleep. I don't have a job, so I don't have to. Oh.
Bye. Bye. It's sad. <laughs> but what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, well, well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more information on them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Visit us on the web at Local Flavors. I forgot. <laughs> at Local Flavors Productions.net. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk.